Hello again everyone, Happy New Year and welcome to The InDesigner, the video cast that provides information, instruction and insight for designers using and learning Adobe InDesign. I'm your host Michael Murphy, graphic designer and Adobe certified expert in InDesign CS2. And this is episode 34, part 2 of my long document series, this time looking at table of contents functionality in InDesign CS2. In the last episode, we set up a 76-page book using the book palette and 10 separate InDesign files as the chapters for that book. In this episode, we're going to continue with the same project and generate and format a table of contents that is automatically updatable as you continue to make changes in your book. First, I need to point out that the Table of Contents, or TOC functions, aren't limited to projects that use the book palette. You can generate a TOC from any single InDesign document if you need to. All of the principles are the same for a single document or a book, but for now, I'll continue with my book as an example. I'm sure that I don't need to explain what a table of contents is in an actual book, but I do need to explain what a table of contents is where InDesign is concerned, because there's a key concept you need to understand. In the simplest possible terms, a table of contents in InDesign is a function that collects text from your documents that has specific paragraph styles applied to it. Then it organizes that text in a specific order and formats it using styles and settings that you specify. In order to build an InDesign table of contents, you are absolutely required to use paragraph styles in your file or book, and to use them in a consistent way. Let me try to illustrate the relationships between paragraph styles and TOCs. Here's a title page from chapter 4 of my book, and a table of contents for the book. And these are the paragraph styles that are shared by both documents. In the chapter document, there's a style called chapter title. Any text in the document that uses that style gets included in my TOC and has the style TOC chapter name applied to it. There's also a style in each chapter file called chapter intro, used in this paragraph on the title pages. All text using that style is brought into my TOC and has the style TOC chapter description applied to it. And if we switch to any interior page of my chapter, there's text formatted with a topic headings paragraph style. All text using that style gets brought into my TOC in the order in which it appears within the chapter and gets a style called TOC subtopics applied to it. So it's the paragraph styles you use that determine what text from your document or book gets included in your table of contents. The order in which it appears in your book is the order in which it appears in the TOC. Now that you understand the basics of the relationship between styles and TOCs, let's get into the specifics on how to set all of this up. I'm going to remove this TOC document from my book so we can start a new one step by step. From the book palette, I'll select the document called Table of Contents and click the Remove Document icon at the bottom of the palette. Notice that even though I've removed the file from my book, the document itself is still there. Removing a document from a book does not delete the original file. I'll get both of these documents out of my way for now and go back to the template for all of my book chapters and use it to quickly set up a new document for my table of contents. As I did in the last episode, I'll use Find Change to search for Name of Chapter and change it to Table of Contents everywhere in this document. Click OK, and there it is on my page. 
I'm also going to release this number one from the master page and delete it since no chapter number is required for my TOC. Next, I'll go to the pages palette and add a blank page to the end of this document to give myself a spread for my table of contents. Then I'll double click the triangle above the page one icon to open the numbering and section options dialog box where I'll set the document to start page numbering at page one, choose lowercase Roman numerals for my page numbering style and click OK. You can see that pagination reflected here in the palette now. To add this to my book, first I'll save the file with my other chapter files as indesignertoc.indd, and then from the book palette I could choose Add Document from the palette menu, or click the Add Document icon in the palette and navigate to the appropriate file. But since I'm on a Mac, I'll just select the icon in my document's title bar and drag it into the book palette. Now my TOC document is part of my book, and its page range is reflected here. Notice that a blank left-hand page has been added to this file. Since it's part of the book now, it's obeying my book's rules for inserting blank pages wherever necessary, so that all my chapters start on right-hand pages. Lastly, to integrate this document into my book, I'll click the Synchronize icon at the bottom of the palette, and InDesign will do its thing for a while to synchronize the whole book, and now my TOC file contains all of the necessary styles from my style source document. Now we're ready to build this table of contents. I'll go up to the layout menu where I'll select table of contents. That opens the table of contents options dialog. If you think there are a lot of options here, I'm going to click the more options button to add a couple more. We're going to use nearly all of these options at some point in this example. If you think I'm kidding when I say that tables of contents are totally dependent on styles, consider this. In this one dialog box, there's a TOC style option, a style pull-down menu, an area called Styles in Table of Contents, an Include Paragraph Styles box, an Other Styles box, a Style Area, an Entry Style option, two more style pull-down menus, and finally, there's a Save Style button. This may be the most instances of the word style in any dialog box anywhere in InDesign. Let's go through this dialog option by option, starting with the TOC style, which is set to default at the moment since I have no TOC styles defined. Even though they're called TOC styles, they're actually more like presets than they are paragraph, character, or object styles, especially in the way they're edited and saved. You can check out episode 32 for more about presets if you haven't seen it already. Below this, the title field is where I indicate what's going to appear at the top of my table of contents. Here it says contents, but it could just as easily say chapters or table of contents. But for now, I'll just leave it as contents. The style pull-down menu lets me pick from any of the styles in this document to format whatever text appears in that title field. For now, I'll leave it as no paragraph style and move on. The key to building a TOC really lies here, in the Styles in Table of Contents area. Here, I decide what styles my table of contents will use by choosing them from this list on the right called Other Styles, which is a list of all available paragraph styles in this file. I'll start with my chapter title style by selecting it in the list, and then I'll click Add, which puts it in the Include Paragraph Styles list on the left. This also removes it from the Other Styles list on the right, so there's no way to use the same style twice in a table of contents. Next, I'll select the Chapter Intro style and click Add. 
it goes in under chapter title and you'll notice that it's indented slightly that's because it's automatically been given a level 2 value in the ordering of my TOC finally I'll choose the topic heading style and then click add and it now shows up in my list on the left indented even more with a level value of 3 automatically applied to it I now have all of the necessary styles from which to build my table of contents. Just a reminder, what this means is that InDesign is going to find any text in my book that uses these three styles, and it's going to bring all of it into the table of contents in this order. Chapter title, followed by chapter intro, followed by topic headings, over and over, until it finds no more text that uses those styles. That's the first piece of the puzzle. What I also need to define is how that text will be formatted when it's brought into the table of contents. To do that, I apply settings style by style, starting with chapter titles. Notice that now that this is selected, the name chapter titles appears here at the top of this area of the dialog box. My first option in this area is entry style. Each piece of text brought into a table of contents is considered an entry, and from the pull-down menu I choose which paragraph styles to apply to this entry. In this case I'm using a style I've created called TOC chapter name. The next option determines how and where InDesign includes the page number for this entry. You can opt to have it after the page entry, before the entry, or to not include any page number at all. I want my page numbers included after the chapter name, so I'll choose After Entry. Following this option on the right is another pull-down style menu from which I can select a character style to apply to the page number. I could choose TOC chapter numbers, but I already have this character style nested into the TOC chapter name paragraph style, so I'm going to leave this set to none. Next, I decide what I want placed between the text of the chapter name and the page number that follows it. I want a right indent tab so my numbers will line up at the right edge of my text frame, which shows up here as caret y. Here again you can choose to apply a character style to what appears between the entry and the number. If this tab used leader dots I could apply my TOC leader dots style. But for my chapter names I don't want any dots or anything else so I'll just leave it set to none. So that does it for the chapter titles. I'll move on to the next item in my sequence, the text from my book that was formatted with the chapter intro style. For entry style here, I'll choose TOC chapter description. And since I don't want a page number after this introductory text, I'll choose no page number. Notice that when I do this, my style pull-down menus are unavailable, as is my between entry and number option. Without a page number, there's nothing to set here. This sets me up for the chapter intros. Next, I'll set up the formatting for my topic headings. For entry style, I'll choose TOC subtopics, and since I do want page numbers after the subtopics, I'll leave the page number set to after entry. Once again, I won't bother with either of my style options because I've built all the necessary character styles into my paragraph styles. Between the entry and number, I want another right indent tab to align my indents to the rightmost margin of this text. Since I want to build a table of contents for my entire book, I need to check the Include Book Documents checkbox. Notice that it has the name of my book in parentheses at the end of this option, since InDesign knows this file is a part of that book. With that checked, I could just click OK, but instead I'm going to click Save Style, so that I can save all of these options as a style that I can modify or apply again later. 
I'll save this TOC style with the name InDesigner Book TOC, and now you can see that name displayed in the TOC style pull-down menu. So I'll click OK, and it will take several seconds while InDesign processes all of the style, text, and formatting instructions that I've just set. Now I have a loaded text cursor that I'm just going to put over my master text frame and shift-click to flow the TOC onto my pages. The text flows across the spread, and I'll just get my book palette out of the way. And there you have it, a fully formatted table of contents for all 10 chapters of my book, including page numbers, that was generated automatically by InDesign. That's as far as I can go in this episode on tables of contents. This took a lot longer to explain than I expected, but in the next episode I'm going to continue with more advanced TOC features, including automatic updating, modifying TOC styles, a trick for overcoming some limitations of InDesign's TOC functions, and adding interactivity to a table of contents when you export your book as a PDF. That episode should be out in about 10 days, so look for it early in the new year. Until then, please post any questions or comments about this episode on the blog at indesignsecrets.com slash theindesigner, or send them to me via email to info at theindesigner.com, or look for me on AIM or iChat as the InDesigner. So until next time, and until next year, this is Michael Murphy for the InDesigner Videocast and InDesignSecrets.com. Happy New Year, and thanks for watching.